Hey, this is Mike Hall, and you're listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey, guys. Please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out our merch and all episodes. Also, please look for our social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Bigfoot Club 1. That's Bigfoot Club number 1. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on YouTube. Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 12. I'm here with... Stephen Dominguez. Stephen Dominguez, Robert Dominguez. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to do that. How the heck are you, man? I've uh, been good, man. Just uh, knock on wood, dodging on getting sick. Yeah. The boys got sick. Blair got sick like ten times. Seems like that way. Yeah, with within the first week. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been over here like in two weeks or something like that. No, it's been longer than that. I feel like it's been a month. Has it been a month? Yeah. Because I was in Edmond last week uh, for mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. and then I had a colonoscopy on Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just seemed like it's been long. I don't know. Maybe maybe it has been a month. I don't I know. Think, yeah, it's almost been a month, and uh, yeah, the they got sick and. I was too busy taking care of them, and and uh, they looks like they're getting over it. Hopefully, yeah. Because the last show I posted was uh, the Bigfoot Road Show that you couldn't be a part of. Mm-mm. Man, I really wish you'd have gone to that. Yeah, you, even me too. even if it was for the day, and y'all have left early, you I think you really would have enjoyed it because it was it was a lot of fun. There wasn't that many kids. Uh, they were kind of catering to kids and stuff, but. Um, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people there. Met, you know, I said on the last show that um, met ran into some of our fans, uh, which was uh, one of our fans was uh, by the name of Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't give me her full name, but uh, her and her husband were there, uh, and um, I wanted to thank her because I last show I was thanking her, but I didn't know her name. Mm. But uh, her name is Tony. Shout out to Tony. She listens to the show. Um, and thank you for coming out there and meeting me. And I was really, really happy to meet you and stuff. So, but yeah, I met a lot of people. Uh, I interviewed a lot of people, man. I, I, I know I probably didn't say this on the last podcast, but I interviewed a lot, like 14 people mm-hmm. and I was using the H2N zoom. And the bad thing about that is that it picks up everything. Like it was picking up, like there was a train that kept going by too. And, wow. and it was like people, cause I was, I was hunkered down. Like right in the annex where all the all the vendors were at, like it was like a separate. It was a separate from from the theater mm-hmm. across the street, and I was set. I was set up right in a nice spot that had like a shade and it had a bench, and so I kind of Luke was already there. Luke and Cassie, mm-hmm. and uh, shout out to Luke, Luke Gross and Cassie Gross. They went out there with you. They were out there with us. Well, you know, with me, and uh, they. He was actually introducing me to a lot of people, which I really enjoyed, and. Uh, so I heard so many stories about Bigfoot stuff, but the bad thing about it is that, I, like I said, I was using the H2N Zoom, and when I was interviewing like these people, uh, I I interviewed Tex from um, on the porch. I think on the porch with Tex, I'm probably getting that wrong, but uh, with Jason McLean, mm-hmm. remember, you remember Jason McLean? Mm-hmm. And um, I was interviewing him. He had like three or four stories back to back, and. So I was I was recording with the H2N Zoom, mm-hmm. and the people I was recording, I think I interviewed, like like I said, like six or seven people, and the people that were standing beside us were talking louder than the person I was talking to, so I couldn't I couldn't use a lot of the a lot of the, the interviews, which really 
uh, it really upset me that I wasn't able to do it. And I was, um, cause that some of these people were telling me like great stories. I got like, I got half paranormal and half Bigfoot stuff and which was really, really good. But mm. I'm, I, I feel bad. So if, if I didn't use your story on the last podcast, I apologize. Uh, I would do a better job on, um, isolating people and interviewing them separately and away from other people. So it's a lesson learned there. So, but anyway, but yeah, it was, it was fun. I got to do that and then hang out, uh, with Luke and, uh, James, um, James from, uh, 2427 ETC PI, I think. Um, and I got to hang out at the, at the Maniola nature preserve for like four or five hours. And man, I haven't done, you know, a lot of field work and I wouldn't really consider this field work cause it was just, it was just a camp. It was like a campground. We just parked. And just put chairs out and just listened. And uh, a lot of the guys went into the woods, but you know, I, I was I'm not there where I'm comfortable walking on rough terrain right now. Yeah, that's, so that makes sense. And so a lot of them went to go do that. So I stayed behind with Luke, and Luke didn't want to go because uh, you know I think he just he didn't bring like snake snake boots, and I didn't have any snake boots. And you know, it's, there's copperheads out right now, so I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to go in the woods right now. So yeah. But uh, but it was fun, and I got to hang out with them. And uh, I think I left around ten thirty. I got home probably like around twelve or one o'clock in the morning. But it was it was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been nice for you to be out there to go out there, and then my left early like around six or seven. Yeah, and then uh, make it home on time. But um, but it was really really fun, and I had a great time. So that's good, man. I'm glad I'm glad you went. Uh, I'm glad you got you had you got time to spend with Luke too. I'm pretty sure Luke loved every second of it. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. So yeah, I mean, it sounds like you met some interesting people, and you, uh, you, yeah, kind of buried the hatchet with somebody. Yeah, I was. I was wondering if you were going to talk about uh, yeah. that, but <laughs> yeah, I actually. Um, if anybody knows me, that I I've had uh, um, some issues with Craig Woolheater, uh, former uh, assistant director for TBRC, and he was there, and you know. With my condition, you know, I've talked about this in the past on other podcasts, and I've talked to this with you off show that you know I've kind of, I'm trying to be a better person and trying to apologize to people that mm-hmm. that I felt that I either done wrong to or not, you know, gotten. Um, I guess I just had like bad relations with them, mm-hmm. and so I was talking to Jason McLean at his booth, and I was talking to him. It was funny. I was talking to him. And uh, we were just, you know, talking about, you know, hey, we got to get together and got to have dinner. And it was like people to my right. Mm-hmm. And and they moved out of the way. And it was Craig's booth right next to Jason McLean's. Mm-hmm. And he he says to me, he goes, is that Bigfoot Bob Dominguez? And I go, I go, hey, Craig. And he goes, he goes how's the Bigfoot Club doing? <laughs> so he, that's what he says to me. And then I was thinking at, at that point, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to walk over there. I'm going to stick my hand out. I'm going to apologize to him. And I'm say I'm sorry because you know, uh, there's just some. We just had some bad stuff happen in the past, and I, I just let it fester, and I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to, I try to be the bigger, the like the bigger person and apologize. And so I was in my mind to think to go do that, and he stood up, walked around his table, stuck out his hand, and said, "Robert, Bob," he says, um, "Life's too short, and I'm sorry for all the stuff I did to you, and I apologize." And I go, man. You beat me to it. I go, yeah, I was going to apologize to you. So, yeah, I buried the hatchet with him. So um, That's good. That's good. That's, um, 
at, at, the, at the end of the day, you're you're really you're burying the hatchet with yourself. You're letting that go. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, hopefully, he felt the same way. It sounded like he felt the same way. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, that's 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 cool, man. I'm, yeah. I actually, I gave him, I gave him a little donation. So I am now Bigfoot Club. I mean, we Bigfoot Club mm-hmm. are now sponsors to the, the Texas Bigfoot Museum in Jefferson. Jefferson, Texas. The next, the next time you go, I, I definitely need to make time to go. Yeah, because um, yeah, I've never. I've actually, I don't think I've ever been up Jefferson. Um, no, I don't think. So. No, you have. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's you, whenever you, I got you, sick. Yeah, you got <laughs> sick, and you threw. Yeah, we got to talk about that stuff eventually. So. We haven't talked about that. No, I'm surprised we have not. Wow. Um, let me see here. Let's let's make time to talk about that right now. Okay. Okay. So that was, uh, let me see, that was probably, what, 2003, 2004, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the second annual Bigfoot conference in Jefferson, Texas. And um, how old were you then? Uh, like seven, eight, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like I had just left the TBRC. Mm-hmm. And I was going back. I think Kenny, uh, Ken the Marvelous Marvel, Tim Cassius Clay, Buddy Britt, and it's a lot of people that I still knew. Gino, Napoli, uh, uh, Luke was no longer part of the group. And they were doing the second annual Bigfoot conference, I think, at the Jefferson Church. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided to go. And I was going with, what was his name? David. I can't think of his name. Do you remember? David, you want me to say it? Really? Yeah, yeah. David Dodd. David Dodd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went with David Dodd, and he had... He he brought a guy, or we were, you know, I was going to drive, but I think I think at that time my car was not in the best shape, and so we decided to go with David Dodd. I think we gave him money, gas money, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was him and some guy, some friend of his, right? And we drove with them mm-hmm. to Jefferson, and we got there pretty early. And it was like you know the speakers, and I think Ken Marvel was the MC there or something, mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty it was pretty interesting, and. Um, I got to talk to Kenny and Tim, and uh, that to me, I don't know about you. You can go, you can say what you want, but that church was fucking hot as hell. It was, <laughs> and I, I, I got my my age wrong. You said it was two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, I must have been like thirteen, fourteen, because it was, it was right after uh, when I came back. When I, unfortunately, when when Grandpa passed away. Okay, so uh, it was. Yeah, we went, and yeah, it was a. It was a really, really small church with a lot of people, and it was really, really like claustrophobic. But we were so excited. Yeah, we didn't eat breakfast. No, we, we didn't. We didn't. Ha- we didn't drink any water. No, it was really hot. It was already like um, probably like nineties in like yeah, the was... late nineties of uh, on temperature like outside, but inside it probably was hotter because yeah. of all the body heat. So we we're like, we're just oh, screw it. Like we'll just. Met Lauren. Uh, Lauren was it? Lauren Coleman. Lauren, Col- Lauren Coleman was there. I met Lauren Coleman. Uh, um, Smokey. Smokey was there. I, I, I met Smokey. Smokey uh, Crabtree was there. Uh, um, I met, so yeah, I met a lot of people there, and they were all like, "Okay, we're doing a break. We're doing a like a little lunch break. We got hot dogs and, and sodas, yeah, and stuff." And we we're like, "Oh, thank God, we we're so hungry." Yeah. So I think you and I both had like two hot dogs each, and all they had all they had was either Dr Pepper or Red Fusion. At the time, yeah. I really, really loved Red Fusion. It was a combination of like Big I, Red and Dr Pepper. I do remember that. Yeah, I and, do remember uh, that. I chugged that. I think I drank two. Probably I, ch- I chugged two of that, and then uh, uh, 
The, uh, we're good. We, you know, I wanted to mention also uh, John Benernagel was there too. Mm. John Benernagel, oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. I think. I think uh, M.K. Davis was there, too, um, but I could be wrong. I can't remember. M.K. Davis. Uh, yeah, uh, M.K. He does He does like a lot of the video stuff uh, of the Patty Patterson-Gimlin walking and stuff. So Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we had some hot dogs, and I know I had a Dr. Pepper. You had Red Fusion. I had Red Fusion. I probably had two Red Fusions. And uh, – and like I think I didn't stick. We didn't stick around very long. We we left afterwards. Uh, after the after as soon as the conference was over, I think some people went out in the woods and stuff. But you know, I didn't have my own car, so I wasn't comfortable with that. And so I think we just eventually just left with David Dodd and his mystery friend. I think I want to call him Sylvel- Sylvester for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, so yeah, he had a truck too, David Dodd. You remember he was a big truck. It was like a Ford or something. And he was driving like a bat out of hell. Yeah. He was zooming in, zooming out, wanted to get us home. You know, I guess he had to go somewhere. He just likes driving fast. I don't know. So Sylvester, he, we called him that because he was like spitting all the time he was talking. Mm -hmm. And he was talking, he was talking a lot about um, biblical stuff. Do you remember that? No, it wasn't. Well, it was biblical stuff, but he was talking about possessions, possessions, demons. Yeah. And I, and I already have like, I just, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that at all. So he's over here talking about it while David Dodd is driving like a bat out of hell. And he's just, you know, talking about this one possession, how, you know, it was just like they're at church, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I already like, I was getting sick to my stomach. I was just like, okay. And I thought that was just the story itself. Mm-hmm. But really, I was getting car sick. Yeah. And David's driving was not helping. Yeah, he all. was he was weaving and uh, weaving in and out of traffic. It, did, it was that it was an evening time. It wasn't like it was, tra- you know, like we needed to get home that hard and stuff and it was uh it was pretty tough and i, I think i was okay you know you're okay you're okay then then you're yeah. okay then so luckily he pulls up i'm like imagine i don't know if this i don't know if you remember that feeling but your kid you don't want to throw up obviously yeah it's like the last thing you want to do mm-hmm. and i was well, i was like 12 so yeah i'm still i'm still a kid i didn't want to throw up didn't definitely didn't want to throw up in a nice truck and I didn't want to embarrass you. And so I was like, my stomach was just turning. If you would have, I, I think, didn't, didn't we stop at a gas station? We did. Th- we stopped at a gas station. I said, thank God. I jumped out and I just started, I was trying to make it to that little, the side dumpster yeah. thing. And I think I made it and I just started throwing up. And it was very light, but it was it was enough to. Yeah, to feel be, better. To feel a little bit better. And I was like, okay, I feel better. And he's like, what the heck, man? You were like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I just. I got a little car sick. He's like, all right. And then you told David, I think, to slow down. He didn't do it. He yeah. Was still, he was still driving crazy. And as soon, like, I was like, you know how we get in the apartments? It was it was uh, the one where you live by the airport. Yeah, it was uh, uh, it was uh, Brookstone. Brookstone. Like, he was going over the bumps. And, like, I think the second bump, and we still had two more bumps to go, I was like, the throat was, like, right here. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make it. And as soon as he like pulled over and was like, yeah, you were like, David, this is good right here. This is where I, thank you so much. I got out of the car. I got out of the truck, jumped down, and I started throwing up right in the parking lot. Yeah. Near that little island pier, the grass was at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, crap. Are you, is he okay? He's like, yeah, he, he's fine. He's just a little car. So he's like, oh, man. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry. Well, we'll, we'll see. I hope he feels better and just took off. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk to him after that. Again, no, so. no, no. Not that that was a reason. It was no. just, you know, um, just parted ways, but I was throwing up. 
You were probably you were, like two minutes straight. It was probably longer than it that. It was coming out of your nose. Yeah, too, it was coming it? out of my nose. It was spewing out of my mouth, spewing out of my nose. Because like you're, 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 whenever you got sick, and I say this now as you're, when you're a kid, you were a projectile vomiter. I, I, I still am uh. to this day. <laughs> I, will, I will be man enough to say I still am. Uh, I threw up ter- like t- two, three times this year. Uh, and it was terrible. And Blair finally got to witness that. And she was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, so, you, yeah, you were throwing up. And I, to be honest with you, I was a little concerned. Yeah, you were because I think you forgot I was drinking Red Fusion. And it was it was red. Yeah. It was all red. And you thought I think you for a moment you thought I was bl- uh, throwing up blood. Yeah. And I finally stopped. And I was like, I was so weak. And you lived upstairs, and I was that was like a, a climbing a mountain. We finally get upstairs. Uh, I go to the bathroom to see if I have to throw up. I think I throw up a little bit more, but it wasn't as bad. And uh, I took a shower, I think, and I started. I, st- I think I started getting a fever. I think. I, th- yeah, I want to yeah. say I, I got a fever or something, but I went to bed after that. Or no, I went. I uh, sat down in your your awesome. You had like this, like it wasn't like a couch seat or a recliner. It was just like a love seat. Yeah, yeah. And, I just I just lay down there and I was like, oh my god, and then you started to get sick. Yeah, and what was that? I don't even know. I think uh, I think I got a fever, and I started getting the chills, and I started like talking about weird stuff. You did you 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 put on you go man I don't feel good and I was like Are you gotta throw up no wait so hold on let's backtrack on this whenever I was in whenever I was in the the shower I think you called my mom. Yeah, he called my mom, and what did she say? I told her, "Go, hey, um, Steven's been throwing up, and I can't get him to stop. I think I may have to take him to the emergency room." And she goes, "Okay, see you later, see you tomorrow." And <laughs> she, she hung was, up. She was asleep. Yeah, she was like you called her whenever she was asleep. <laughs> and I go, "Oh my, I guess I'm on my own." But, so yeah. So after, yeah, now fast forward to where you, you got sick. Yeah. You, yeah. At this point, you were feeling better. I was feeling a whole lot better. We were watching uh, MTV, brand spanking new. And they were showing like I think it was like Coldplay in my Coldplay. place, and then you started like saying, "Man, I'm not feeling too good." And I was like, "Are you gonna throw up?" And you're like, "No, I, I feel like I feel real cold." Like I was like, "What?" And you had a fever, and you said that you started feeling cold, and then oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You I remember you getting your sweats, and I, you had like a sick outfit. Like if you were sick, you had an outfit that you went to. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was it was the same sweats. The, uh, it was the uh, different. It was a what was a TCU TCU uh, sweatshirt uh, hoodie sweatshirt, and you had I think it was Bartek security or iodon uh, beanie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You put that on and you put the hoodie on. You had a blanket over you. I think it was the John Deere blanket, mm-hmm. and you were all like, you were you were like, hey, can you? You're like, can you give me like a like a like a wet towel? I was like, oh, Jesus, this is serious. And I was still kind of weak, but still, you know, but I yeah. was feeling a whole lot better. Um, I got a wet towel and put it on your head. And then you started talking like, you know, like, I got to I got to let grandpa know or something. You were saying weird stuff. And I was like, what? What is he? What is he talking about? Yeah, At that point, you know, I, <clears throat> my dad, your grandfather had already passed away. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking about him or something. So. It, it was something like that. And then I was all like, I was like, well, maybe we should just go to bed and like, um, we went to, went to bed and you lay down. You you cover. I think you covered yourself with like three blankets. Yeah. And then you 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 turn on the heater 
And I was like, oh, man, this is going to suck. Yeah. And, but I, I was so tired and so weak. I was like, I, I slept. And I remember I remember you got up like at 2 or 3 in the morning. And you got up real quick and you took off all the blankets. And took off your socks, your sweats, your, your hoodie. And you like threw it on the ground. You're like, I, sla- uh, I slammed it down. You like, slammed yeah. it down. And it was, I think you were just hot. You were yeah. so sweaty. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, he's feeling better. <laughs> yeah. So I think at that time I was probably like I was probably like thirty three, thirty two. So I was like, I go, man, I feel a lot better. I said, man, so I just slammed it down. I can't believe we, I can't believe we had never talked about that. No, we didn't. So <laughs> every time, like, like ever since then, like I, I hardly, I hardly throw up. And when I throw up, it means it's like my body is just yeah, not, you're you're really sick. I'm really sick. My body's like, no, what is this? And the last time I got sick, remember, um. I think I talked about this. Mm-hmm. I think that someone at my job made some chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, and I'm sorry if anybody's listening to this and they're eating. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is just we just call it the throw up episode. I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> we'll call it something. <laughs> <laughs> but I had raw chicken and I ate it. It was really good. But you know, I noticed when I was eating the chicken, oh man, this is pink. What the hell? It's kind of pink. What the heck? It probably but shouldn't be that. It probably shouldn't, but I ate around it. Mm-hmm. But that, that's not, that doesn't help. No. Um, so I was fine throughout the whole day. I, it was like around 11 a.m. when I ate it. And then at 3.30, I was like, okay, guys, I'm going home. Y'all have a good weekend. It was Friday. Started driving home. And as soon as I get on the, like, a, I guess, 141 or 121, mm-hmm. that's whenever my stomach was turning. I was like, what the heck? Uh, okay, let me. Let me get on the turnpike, and because I, I feel like I, I have to use the restroom, and I don't think I want to make it. So, um, so I got on the turnpike, and right whenever I was getting on the the tollway, like eh, that's whenever like I was about to merge in. I just it just it, I couldn't control it. It just came out while I was driving. Yeah, I've never, I never <laughs> thought that you, you're. I think I always thought the body would just be on rest mode. Yeah, no, like. I guess I'm at the age now. I'm, I couldn't hold it. I'm glad you didn't wreck or nothing. So. Uh, yeah. See, I don't know how I drove. And I know there's an 18 wheeler that was right there too when I was merging, and he saw me like spew out throw up, and like he did he back away? <laughs> no. I, I just happened to look because I was like, why am I looking? I should be paying attention to the road. I look at him and he just made a face like a ooh, like uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this throw up all over the dash, the dashboard, the the steering wheel on my hands. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I just couldn't stop. And whatever it was, my body was just trying to get rid of it. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just, um, well, back to what you said, I am a, I've always been a project, projectile vomit. Yeah, vomit. that's, well, you know, number one, I'm glad you didn't wreck or nothing or hurt anybody or wreck, you get hurt. the inside of the car. Yeah. <laughs> throw up. The I call that, what you know, what do I call the car now? Uh, the throw up car, the throw up car. <laughs> Even though we cleaned it already, yeah, cleaned the heck out of it. It so. was funny because whenever I, I called Blair, I was like, "Hey, I need your help. I just parked. I'm throwing up. I need your help." And she's like, "I was like, I told her, I was like, give me some towels because I threw up in the car." She's like, "Oh no!" She comes out and she sees how how bad it is. She goes, "Oh, I'm taking the van." I'm like, no shit, Blair. <laughs> You're not, I'm not going to be able to clean this in time for I you. Gotta to go. Go. I got to go get my whiskey. Uh, yeah, she's like, I got to go get my whiskey. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, that's uh, that's the the, the throw up story of um, Jefferson, Texas, and now. Wow, that's terrible. Okay, that was a segment of uh, 
That's for the, fre- the Bigfoot Freshie. So if you heard that, right, uh, clock down the time and uh, put it on Facebook, put it on um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, at Bigfoot Club One. So just mark that down and you'll get a Bigfoot Freshie. Anyway, mm-hmm. so what I kind of really wanted to talk about today was uh, I actually got a story and I sent you the story. What did mm-hmm. you, you know, what'd you think about the story? I thought it was very interesting and authentic. Yeah. So I got a story from uh, this lady that follows me on Twitter. Uh, I was going to read her Bigfoot hat. I mean, her Bigfoot. I mean, her Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her Twitter. <laughs> her Twitter. I can't, even, I can't even say it now. Twitter. <laughs> her Twitter handle. But she didn't want me to. So, uh, uh, But she was messaging me on Twitter. And she kept telling me about these Bigfoot stuff. And I, and I, I, me- I DM'd her back or... Uh, no, I messaged her back on Twitter and I said, "Hey, can you can you send this to our uh, my email bigfootclub one at gmail dot com?" And she goes, "Yeah." So she did. So uh, I just want to go over it real quick. Uh, her name is Lana. All right. So she put, uh, "I don't, uh, I do not remember the exact day, but I know the month was May, like it is now, and the year was two thousand nineteen. I and my husband had known about Sasquatch sightings in our uh, county, Colum- Columbiana County, Ohio." Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we were we were pretty fascinated to learn more. We live in a small town about two miles long called Salem, and the majority of sightings or encounters we had heard about had taken place in neighboring towns like Leotona, where they're now, where they now have annual Bigfoot festivals and and Lisp, Lispin, Lispin, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So knowing what we knew, we never we never even thought about the possibility of activity happening in our neighborhood let alone in our town. But one particular night, I had experienced something that felt like a lot like a scene out of a horror movie. It was about 3 a.m., and I was sitting at my laptop doing some reading in the back bedroom while my husband was at his computer in the living room playing some art online RPG game. In our town, past a certain point, it gets dead quiet out. There are train tracks nearby, and occasionally you're going to hear those train horns. It's something you just become accustomed to hearing. There's familiar familiarity to it even. But the sound I heard a little after 3 a.m. that night did not sound like a train horn or any sound I have ever heard before. And if I were to describe it, I would sound like it sounded like a lot like a very deep owl hoot. The funny thing about the about this is I have never heard an owl around here before, not even once. So I found that very strange. My first thought was it could just be some kids messing with us. We had kids living around here, so it is possible. Nevertheless, I got up and headed straight for the back door that's located in our kitchen. I opened the door and popped my head out, and I listened. I didn't hear a thing at first, just a very eerie dead silence that I found very creepy. I was also experiencing a manic episode since I'm bipolar, so I felt very energetic and awake, and I knew I wasn't just hearing things. Then as I stood there listening, searching all around me. That's when I heard these very loud, heavy footsteps coming from around the side of the house where there is no light. There were still leftover dead leaves back there, and I could hear them crunching underneath the weight of this thing. At this time I was listening, I couldn't tell if it was coming towards me or walking away. That didn't matter. By the time my gut was screaming at me to get back inside and lock the door, so I did. So that's when it dawned on me that this thing sounded way too heavy to be a person walking around back there not to mention what i heard sounding like it was two what i heard sounded like it was on two legs as well so i knew it wasn't a deer 
and we do get a whole deer families that come through here from time to time. But based on my gut feeling, when I, when it was screaming at me to get back inside, told me that whatever this thing was, something I did not want to see. I didn't even peek out the kitchen door window because in my mind it was bad enough that this thing had lured me out by making a noise that it did. I honestly felt stupid, but people in general in general can be pretty stupid when it comes to this kind of thing. My husband looked my husband looked surprised when I told him what had just happened and asked if I saw it. I told him I didn't and didn't want to. That's the truth. And I guess that thing, whatever it was, was just passing through. If I had to guess, I would say it was following the deer who would come through here. I've learned that deer like to stick around humans because it makes them feel safer. And some and sometimes there are even food sources like bird seed from feeders or even small gardens. A neighbor of mine has both of these, and when I asked her if she had heard or seen anything out of the ordinary, didn't mention Bigfoot at all, she told me that she thought she saw some tall person trying to look in a neighbor's window, neighbor's windows around here. I found that interesting, but still made no comment about it possibly being possibly being a Sasquatch. There are a few instances following that event where I was told by some other neighbors that also are good friends of mine about strange growls being heard late at night and strange smells like something had died. I remember one neighbor of mine complaining one night that it was trying to locate a source because she thought it was a dead animal laying somewhere close by. She never found it, and the smell went away. Of course, the first I, the first thought on my mind was that it could possibly be that Sasquatch or whatever it was coming through again. There are large areas of woods which are inter, inter, interspersed. Uh, there are large areas of woods which are connecting between neighborhoods that could act as a perfect travel route for something like Sasquatch or Dogmen. And we do have Dogmen here, too, from what I've heard. But it's true when people say these things are everywhere and even places you wouldn't expect them to show up, like my area, for example. But after everything I've come to believe and accepted it, I'm not out to take pictures or prove they exist because I know they are. They do and would rather just leave them be. I do feel like it is possible. It was a possible juvenile that was messing with me that night because I've heard accounts on other talk shows where it was mentioned that Sasquatch, especially juvenile ones, like to imitate animal sounds and Sometimes even people's voices. But what I heard that night sounded like a 400-pound owl hooting. Apparently, owls are one of the most common animals they like to imitate. I'm not going to fall for that trick again. I do know that. And I'm glad I didn't take off after it when I heard those footsteps because there's no telling if this thing would have attacked me or not. But I think as soon as it registered to me just how heavy it sounded, I knew better than to risk risk my butt going after it. After it. I have not heard anything since, but I do keep alert when I'm up late or even outside taking out trash or just smoking. Just a few nights ago, a friend of and a neighbor of mine mentioned she heard something weird outside her window. So maybe it's decided to mess with somebody else. She has a brother that actually saw one crossing the road in front of him once. And out there he lives and out where he lives, there has been activity in that county, too, which is Mahoning. So, yep, they're everywhere here in northeast northeastern Ohio. That's actually an interesting story. Um, I actually emailed her um, this past week, and I asked her um, if it was okay for me to use the story. And she actually did. She agreed to do it. And um, and then I asked her, hey, l- let me know if there's like more stuff going on. So she actually uh, wrote me back on Sunday. Oh. And she said... Um, on here that 
As for more recent incidents, just the other night while I was uh, stepped outside uh, for smoke, I thought I heard some uh, vocalizations in the distance. It was around 12 a.m., and it was it was dead silent outside as I listened. And then I heard a loud whooping call coming from, from far away. There was a large open field down the way where I know were some wooded areas, and it sounded like there was uh, the first call came from. And after the vocalization, I... I continued listening and then heard uh, another similar call from uh, way over in another direction and made me think that there was a Sasquatch communicating back and forth. And that's how I sound- it sounded to me. And I kept listening, uh, but soon after, uh, the train came by after that. I found, it, I found the incident rather I- interesting, especially since, uh, since this was around me at the same time I heard that it was uh, imitating the owl the other night and just... This must be one of the, mo- the most active months around here. Anyways, I definitely let you know anything else happens around here. So I thought it was kind of interesting. So uh, I'm not, I don't know her that well, and I don't know if she's a Bigfoot researcher. or, But it, you know, it sounds like she knows a little bit about the stuff that she's talking about. Because uh, she talks about, you know, she was talking about at the very beginning, uh, when she was talking about uh, her area, Leah Tony, and uh, was it... Um, Lisbon, and if you look up on the map, uh, Columbia, Columbia County, it's uh, northeastern Ohio, right next to Pennsylvania, mm. and there's Salem on the top, and uh, uh, was it? There's Leotoni, and then there's Columbia, uh, New New Waterford, um, East, East East Palestine. It's uh, kind of west of uh, Pittsburgh, is it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Pittsburgh's right next to it. I was in Newcomerstown, Ohio. In 2001, 2002, flew into Columbus, and then I drove to uh, Newcomerstown with Lou Gross, um, Craig Woolheater, and Jerry Heston. We mm-hmm. were we were uh, part of TBRC. We were representing. Then we went to the 12th Annual Bigfoot Conference that was run by, at the time, uh, Don Keating. And so it's not too far away from this area. So, uh, mm-hmm. but that's area. It's like it's like like you're saying it's. Um, it's northwest of Pittsburgh, so, and there's like a lot. There's lots of Bigfoot stuff in that area because I know uh, Eric Altman uh, that was on the show on the first season. Mm. Um, he runs uh, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Society, and I know he's all over that area. Uh, so there's there's tons of Bigfoot in that area. So um, to hear her story, to hear her story talk about, you know, she didn't she didn't physically see it, but she heard, and she and then she talked about what I thought was interesting about the footsteps, you know, and that she knows there's like like a the deer trail that goes through there and um and then her you know, think equating it to like a movie and like, you know, she didn't want to look through the door and thinking she's gonna see like a big Harry and Henderson guy looking at yeah. herself. But it's just uh, understandable, yeah. Yeah. So would you would you take on the on hearing the story? Um I like how she it sounds like she's either she knows a lot about it already, and I mm. think she's just heard so much about it that, or she's heard so much about it all her life, and then now I guess she's probably noticing it now. Um, I like how she she could, I guess you, when you live out in the country like that, you you're able to dif- differentiate differentiate yeah the sounds of a deer walking or the, or something heavier, and she was able to decipher that it was something heavy or two feet with, with two feet right or walking on two feet two legs and 
notice it by the weight of it, by the the, the leaves right uh, crunching. Like, is it was what I wanted to ask her if she was, you know, if she was on the show, is was it like a big pile of leaves? Like, could she could she just tell by that, like the yeah. massive crunch on it? She was able to hear, still hear the crunch on it. So it's uh, obviously yeah, there there are dead leaves, but how big was the pile? And like, did she still hear like a heavy thud on the ground? Yeah, while while, while was stomping or not stomping, but walking. Um, yeah, it sounds like it happens a lot over there, and they're just like, eh, you know. Yeah, what I what I thought it was interesting also is that she was talking about a story about her neighbors had had smelled um, like something dead. And they were trying to find a source, and eventually it went away. And anybody that, if you hear anybody, or if you interview anybody, if you hear story or you read stories about Bigfoot, that's what they always come out to saying is that there's a foul smell, and then um, eventually it just goes away. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like some people have told me it smells like like garbage and um, and like poop or something, you know, mm-hmm. like like old garbage and poop, and it's just like. Smunch together. Smunch. Is that even a word? Mm-hmm. Smunch. Smunch. Smushed. <laughs> but, uh, and then she talks about Dogman, too. So, um, yeah, it's another thing, too. She didn't like, she said it like, like nonchalant. Like, oh, yeah, we have Dogman here, too. Yeah. And, um, but one thing, I don't know. One thing I've always, I think I've asked you that, too, is that how can you decipher what's, what's between the Dogman and a Bigfoot? Like, yeah. Like, I think a lot of people get, you know, they, a lot of people just misidentify a Bigfoot. Or maybe they just don't want to call it a Bigfoot. They wanted to call it to look like a dog. It's dog man. Let's call him dog man. I mean, because a lot of people say, you know, they they had, their ears were high on their head and they have a snout and they have canines. And like most people that I've talked to and, you know, most stories I've read, Bigfoots don't have canines. You know, they have just, you know, square teeth and, um, and then that's it. I mean, but you know, you see movies and you see artists. They draw Bigfoot and then they got they got canines, and really, they really don't. But I mean, uh, who to say that the Bigfoots have canines? I'm I'm just saying I'm going off what people have told me in the past, mm-hmm. and that's what all I can do is is just go off that. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard a couple of dogman stories here in in Texas. I'm sure there's a lot. I haven't run into anybody that has talked about it but if someone were to talk to me about it i'd listen to him and yeah I, I, you know I'd, i i mean because you got to think like this is how i take it i think it's it's i think i don't know but i think the dog man is just another it could be just another name that they other people just don't want to believe it's a bigfoot they just they just conjured it by just calling it a dog man or who's to say to people who saw it like it was a bigfoot walking through like a bunch of trees you know they're big yeah, and like it's just probably leaves on their head, on their hairy head. I mean, I don't subscribe to this theory, but in the past, when I was with the TBRC, there was some people that had believed that you know Bigfoots in Texas weren't um, because they were so aggressive. Uh, they didn't have a lot of um, mating opportunities, mm-hmm. so they had incest within their own group, and a lot of them, you know, because some people say there were there was like three toed. Um, footprints and mm-hmm. so they would equate that to that as that that you know they were incest and then you know they have some kind of deformed uh, uh offspring mm-hmm. and so who's to say that they you know they'll have a snout or their face is deformed and it looks like a snout or they have, right. they have three toes or i don't know i mean they're a lot skinnier they're taller i mean 
there's there's lots of theories, but you know, I don't you know, it's just That's a good theory. I mean, yeah, and it's 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 kind of funny that they always they always equate that to like just humans itself and, and people in the south. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it's like, oh no, let's go ahead and just throw Bigfoot into this because that's a, <laughs> there's three toed land. Yeah, there's yeah, Bigfoots are. It could be like a bear trap. They got in the bear trap and they lost their they lost, lost their yeah, toes. Yeah, they lost their toes. Or just they, it's possibility that they were deformed. Like it happens. Like or they had a fight with a with a croc or alligator. Or yeah, something. or may, you know, yeah, just or he just has three toes on both feet. <laughs> But uh, I really liked her story, and I, I hope she continues to uh, communicate with me, and uh, I'll keep reading uh, uh, whatever she tell, she tell, she sends us. And I, I'm really happy that she opened up to us. And I, I, I think if she's listening, I would say to her that if – because I don't – I can't tell when I read this that she's – sounds like she's excited, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds like she's interested in it, but she's a little bit afraid of it. Maybe not – but maybe she – I don't know if she really wants help because I I would say to her if she really wanted not to see a Bigfoot or to drive the Bigfoot away is that to put up uh, game cams because I know uh, I've talked about this before on another podcast that when when it was a theory that I had and other people in TBRC that Bigfoots could see game like these game cams and if if the readers don't know what a what a readers. The listeners don't know what a game cam is. It's like hunters put it out on trees, and it emits like a like this infrared beam. And if game like deer or hog cross it, it takes a picture. Mm-hmm. Let them know what, what yeah, type of animals. Are yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Let them know what's what's coming through that that trail and stuff. So it has always been our theory that Bigfoots can see that, and um, and so we used to use it as a deterrent for Bigfoot. So if someone saw Bigfoot. And they didn't want to see it anymore. I would tell them buy some game camps, and put them up in your backyard, and you won't see it anymore. And it would always work. I mean, uh, I mean Bigfoots wouldn't come around anymore because it was this one lady in East Texas. She was having Bigfoots coming through, like peeking through her back windows and stuff. So I told her to put these up, and she put them up, and it was gone. So, and we used to we used to use it like in the field, like it's to corral like a Bigfoot to keep him out of an area and try to get him into this other area. And, uh, but you know, it was just theory then it was, uh, conjecture. It's a good good theory. Yeah. Yeah. So it was one of those things that, you know, and what what I didn't mention before that she was saying is that, um, uh, about hooting like an owl. So to me, it sounded like she knew a little bit about it because not everybody, not everybody, like only Bigfoot researchers. And you know, this cause we used to talk about it all the time is that, you know, Bigfoots tend to mimic, you know, owls and, uh, the barred owl here in Texas is one of the ones I get all the time when I ever hear a story, and mm-hmm. they and they sound like a. I mean, because a barred owl sounds like a. If you hear barred owls like mating or they do the mating calls, it sounds like like chimps. They actually sound like chimpanzees, hmm. you know, hooting and howling and stuff. And uh, howling is that even a word? Howling, howling. Um, but uh, they they tend to do that so. To me, when she's when she's writing the stories, it sounds like she knows a little bit about Bigfoot and what's going on, and um, it, it would that's something to have Bigfoot come up to your your back door. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's unless you're like way in the woods or something like that. I I don't, man. I don't. I don't know what I would do if I were. 
because she she was smoking when that. No, no, yeah. no, no. She was she was. Oh, I take it back. She was on her laptop, and it's whenever she went out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it was just probably it just happened to uh, pass by, and then when she opened the door, I'm pretty sure it was all like whoa, startled and left. Like, so whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she's talking about you know it following deer. How does she know that? I mean, because. It's just it's it's good. I mean, it's like you don't get this type of witness mm-hmm. on because you know she's given us a lot of a lot of information on here, and um, you normally don't get that from like like from a witness because I've interviewed you know hundreds of witnesses and I've had to pull information from them. I had to call them a second time and and, t- and like interview them a second time as hey you know how about this or you know what you know what moon phase was it. Uh, was the wind blowing? I almost sound like uh, Tim Clay for a minute. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, Mr. Good Memory. But she, uh, she, she, man, she went to the gambit on this and she picked up a bunch of stuff and it was really, really good. I wish she would have saw it though. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if she wants to see it, but, um, but I wish she would have. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we should wish that upon anybody who doesn't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, because she said it. I was like, I do not want to see it. Um, but she seems interested in. She it. She seems interested in it. She like, I guess she just. You know, that's it's kind of cool because you know, not many people would say like, "Hey, I got, I think I had Bigfoot activity around my house." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, her story was definitely interesting. Um, it sounds like she knows a lot about it already. Um, either she's done research about it, or she knows somebody that, or she just you know just researched on it. Uh, that's very interesting story yeah because like at the very end of the email she sends out a uh, um, bigfootmap.com mm-hmm. and she's looking at sightings in that in that area and um she's not she's mentioning that uh that leotona was uh had some um incidents in on march the 12th around 1 1 p.m and uh somewhere around that so um but she's also mentioned that there's like a bigfoot festival in that area too so that must be pretty neat. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a nice. It's probably a nice area. A lot of wilderness and yeah. Uh, when when I was in uh, Cummerstown, uh, man, uh, that part of Ohio was like hilly. It was like a bunch of hills, mm-hmm. and it was like these were like hills that were really tall where you couldn't even see like like the sun. It'd block out the sun, and it would like come down real. It would be like a like a McDonald's on a really big tall hill. And you had to go up a steep incline to go up to the McDonald's. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, we, I think in uh, 2002, we, uh, 2001, uh, we had the the Bigfoot Conference there with uh, Don Keating. And uh, I really enjoyed it there. And I met a lot of good people. And that was pretty neat. But there was, like, there's a lot of activity in that. And that area was Conshocton County, I think it was called. But um, but anyway. I was going to ask you, what do you think about, because um, I was, I'm on TikTok again. And, um. I keep I always come across like paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it because some of it is like either really really well edited to where it's like it can be a jump scare, yeah, or it's actually authentic and you're all like that looks kind of real. I wanted to ask you something about what do you think about skinwalkers? Skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you talk to Native Americans, uh, they they wholeheartedly believe them. I I don't have a lot of stories about them, mm-hmm. but I, again, if someone were to bring me the stories about skinwalkers or dogmen, I would listen to them. I don't I don't get a lot of it because I know a lot of it's like toward the west. Uh, skinwalker Ranch. It's in uh, Utah. Um, mm-hmm. 
they got a lot of UFOs and a lot of sightings and stuff of uh, skinwalkers out there. So it's uh, southeast of Ballard, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I would, I would like any kind of story, and I, if someone were to like to bring it to me, I would, I'd listen to them. There's um. I have to, I have to find it again, but there's a video or a TikTok video of like a, a woman, like a woman. Um, she like she started recording, like I guess she forgot something or she tricked something. There is a a, a lady that a she woman. Started, a woman. She recorded like her unlocking the door and coming back in the house, and from the the view of her opening the front door, there's like a little hallway to the right where you could see like I guess the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And she she puts her dog in the bathroom, I guess. I'm assuming. So that way he doesn't go out and, like, you know, mess with stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So as soon as, like, she uh, opens the the door, she she's already recording. Door opens, pans, and she sees the bathroom door already open. And she sees her dog go, like, standing up. Like, I guess holding on to the doorknob. And, lo- like, peeks around, looks at the door, and goes, and then closes the door. And wow. then a lot of, like it was cut, it was like stitched and it was like, uh, some native Americans, like he was like, that is not your dog. That is not a dog. You need to get rid of that dog right now. That is yeah. a skinwalker. That, you know, I've heard stories on other podcasts that, uh, had a dog, like a couple picked up a dog and they were, um, they were, they loved the dog and like they would, they would go to work and they would come back and things were all over the house were moved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like there was, and they would show, and then there was a couple of incidents where they, they would see like, they would get up early in the morning and they would see like wet footprints of a human mm-hmm. and it would lead to like a certain room and it was the dog that was in there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he was, like he was wet or something, you know, and like he had transformed or something. I've heard stories about it. Like I've read stories online, mm-hmm. but I've like, no one's ever come to me about it, but, um, Man, that's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, we should probably post it on on the, the the Bigfoot Club, the TikTok. Are you talking about? Yeah, I have to look for it. Um, I try, <laughs> I try to avoid it because I'm focusing on just the gaming part. Mm-hmm. Um, with my old TikTok, it was nothing but paranormal weird stuff, and I I did not like running into like there was always like some type of demonic possession or something like that. It would just yeah. pop out. I'm like, God dang it. Really? I'm about to go to bed. I don't want to see this. Yeah. So I, that's what, that's one of the reasons why like, I just, I wanted to restart fresh and, uh, do it differently. And not just focus on, on game Twitch streamers and all that stuff and our funny stuff. But I did, I remember seeing that and I was like, man, that is creepy how the dog looked. Yeah. How it looks. And and it's, it's real because you know how, when you're recording something in the light, the, it's reflecting green of their eyes. Yeah. So, the, and the way the dog just peeked around the corner of the door, to like to look, like to quickly look who it was, and she was like, she gasped, she's like, oh my god, and then he slams the door, like that's that's weird for a dog to slam a door. To, to, yeah, the dog to, just slam the door, and then that's whenever he got stitched, and it was the neighbor. He's like, that, that is not your dog. That is not a dog. That is a skinwalker. You need to let that. You need to get rid of that dog or whatever that is. Yeah. And I was like, man, and I just kept. I remember I was like, it would just go on the loop, and I would watch it. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, find it so we can post it. It so. looked, it look, if I remember correctly, it looked like a Rottweiler. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to lead me to the next segue. We didn't really get a chance to talk about it. But uh, you have um, a Twitch, right? Yep. 
and you're I'll let you I'll let you talk about it. So so I um I recently uh, got back into Twitch and I um it was just weird because I I've always wanted to do Twitch but I was like I was too lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got back into Twitch because I I was like Elden Ring came out and I was really obsessed with it. I'm still am kind of yeah. and. Uh, if I wasn't playing it, I wanted to watch YouTube videos about it, like people building the perfect build of your character. Or I'd, I was like, I'm going to go to Twitch and see some people play it. Cool. So I, I look up Elden Ring. Like the third or fourth person was this, this Twitch streamer. I'm going to drop his name on it. His name is The Cosmic Wolf. Mm-hmm. Great streamer. I automatically liked him because he kind of, in a way, kind of reminded me of of Gibran, mm-hmm. in a way. And... um he was playing Elden Ring, and I was just like, you know, hey man, I'm a new follower. And he's we hit it off, and he's really cool. And so he was just telling me about, you know, hey, you want to go? You sh- have you thought about streaming? And I'm like, I've thought about it, but I, I'm just not. I don't know if I'm stream material. And he's like, no, 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 didn't do it. So I started doing it. I I, I got back into streaming on Twitch. Um, on, I'm trying, I'm on the road to be affiliated with Twitch. Now affiliated, whenever you get affiliated with Twitch, that's whenever Twitch notices that you, you're getting a certain amount of viewers and followers. Right. And they allow you or let you in on the second level where you, people subscribe to you and you get paid. Right. They get paid, you get paid and it's, it's, and then you work to become a Twitch partner, which is you get <clears throat> paid more with ads and sponsors and all that. How does, um, how does someone follow you on Twitch? Well, where, where's, where's a good way to find you? You could, uh, the great thing about me is that, uh, all my stuff is the same on every platform, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I even have a Facebook page like dedicated to the Twitch, uh, at big boy Jones, two zero two nine, 2029. Uh, you can find me on that. Wow, I can't believe you're asking me to do it. I've never, I never thought you would ask me on this. Yeah. Um, but how does someone find you? On that? Uh, um. So yeah, I'm on, I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I was trying to stay away from Facebook, but you and Blair were like, "Hey, you need to really push it out," and that's the one way to to reach out to other people. I mean, it's it's just it's a it's a means to to get it to other people, and uh, you know. It just drives me insane. Like whenever people just do, they just do a podcast on Facebook or they just do a podcast on YouTube. No, and there's yeah. like there's different there's different platforms. That's just one platform, and so Facebook is another platform that I think you could you'll get a couple if it's like six viewers and you know it's worth it. Yeah, so that's one. That's one of the things that another streamer I like is Pastor Gaines. Yeah, um, he's on Twitch and he was he he does these little chats where he talks about. Getting getting yourself, you know, promoting yourself, and you have because you, in order to do that, if you want to make it big, you have to you have to be on every platform. Yeah, you just kind of have to. He's like, so you need to. So I'm on uh, Hover too. That's another thing that's like kind of like TikTok, but it's only for just for streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Big Boy Jones two zero two nine twenty twenty nine. Um, so yeah, that, that's whenever he said that you have to be on every platform. I was like, yeah, you, you know what? It's 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 true because. I have like sixty four followers now. Yeah, and you have to be you have to have fifty followers to um like to be one of the requirements to be affiliated. Mm. And uh, I just kind of average about three viewers every every stream. Um, but I enjoy it. I I like it's it's therapeutic. Video games is already therapeutic already. So, um, but yeah, streaming is like a whole new level, and I kind of want 
us to do that eventually whenever we did the Bigfoot Club podcast, like, to, to Twitch it live sometimes. like Yeah, I think, uh, so whenever you were talking about this, it kind of, you know, kind of started the fires under me. So I, I actually uh, created a Bigfoot Club 1 Twitch channel. So, you did. Um, so we're going to probably eventually, because you were saying you have to stream a certain amount of hours for the, for them to let you like post videos and stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, upcoming, we're going to probably do some some twitch streaming on the show while we're actually like recording so mm-hmm. people can actually hear the show probably beforehand before i release it yeah they want to they want to hear the the un, i guess the uncensored version or the goofy goofy parts like you know uh, the the episode you'll listen here it'll it'll be uh edited Ed, obviously edited edit down but you know you'll You'll hear like you know me trying to tell the boys to be quiet whenever they're being too loud, or my dryer going off, you know, in the background. Yeah, or your loud ass neighbors upstairs. Or yeah, something. which so. surprisingly, knock on wood. Yeah, we haven't heard them. I know, I haven't. What the heck? Maybe they're out of town. Maybe we should knock them down. Like, hey man, like, <laughs> you weren't on the show tonight. What happened? <laughs> I don't know why I sound like super Hispanic. To, you weren't on the show tonight, man. What happened? I know. Were you Tony Montana? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey man, uh, uh, need to be on the show tonight, man. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't really made fun of Blair on here. But, yeah, uh, we haven't me- even mentioned Matt on the show. Either. Yeah, Matt. Oh, so yeah, Matt's been help. Uh, is he wants to help me on the Twitch? Which, if you're listening to this, Matt, I appreciate you watching the the uh, last couple streams on uh, Twitch. I really appreciate it. You are literally that one extra viewer that helps me get there. Um. Blair's been great too. She's the one that actually made the the Bigfoot or Bigfoot uh, Big Boy Jones twenty twenty nine uh, Facebook actual page, mm-hmm. uh, and she's been running. I just told her because I, I try to stay away from Facebook. It's just it's just too much. It's like, it's, it's a lot, but you know it's it's. I, I mean, I'm grateful for Facebook because it, it's got us like the numbers that went on Bigfoot Club right mm-hmm. now, where it's at right now. So I've got to I got to stick with it and just stay there. So that's just me. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll start doing the live Twitch uh, episodes. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think it would. Yeah, we just got to make sure we clean up. Yeah, <laughs> make sure it's, it looks nice and soundproof and uh, yeah. have some, uh, you know, like a segment for Blair whenever she wants to chime in. We'll call it the whiskey bar. And uh, she'll have her own like bar. She's like, you know, have a glass with me. <laughs> Let me tell you about this. Uh, like she'll talk bad about me or something. I don't know. We, we can call it the the whiskey sour. The whiskey sour. There you go. <laughs> so, the whiskey sour. Yeah. And we um, we haven't done a shout out to Cassandra or nothing. So uh, another shout out to Cassandra. Yeah, I actually, I actually had dinner with her uh, last week um, when I was in Edmond. So um, I had dinner with her. Man, that girl can put away some food. <laughs> yeah, she she can eat. Yeah, she, she ate she ate flatas. We end up we end up going to um, Chilinos Chilinos place, mm-hmm. and, it's, and um, it's a place that I think she's been to before. So she knew the menu, and and I told her what's good, and she was telling me that um, it was some kind of guiso that uh, I think. Uh, oh man, you had me right there. Already. I know <laughs> it was some, it was some kind of guiso that uh, I think um, uh, her dad always orders. Oh, okay. And he goes, I go, my dad always orders this. And I thought about getting it, but then I went to uh, 
tacos al carbon, which mm, I I always get whenever I go to a Mexican restaurant. I just that's that's my standard is that I gotta. If they know how to make it, it's good. Everything yeah, else is good. That, yeah. that, that's your go to thing. Uh, so that it, makes sense. It was kind of neat because I I had I was eating there with uh, my coworker Jason and Caitlin, and Caitlin's boyfriend came up uh, Lane, and he had fajitas and he put six fried eggs on it. Man, I know it's like that looked really, really good. But whatever, uh, who would think of that? He, I, that's what I told him to. I said, "How would you think of that?" Because I just asked for it one day. Because he's on keto, right? Yeah, he's on yeah. keto, so that's like perfect. Yeah, it's like eggs and steak. Yeah, feed a steak. So man, that's, man, this this guy knows this guy knows what I'm talking about. I know <laughs> this guy's going places. Shout out to Lane. <laughs> yeah. So it was your coworkers and Cassandra. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so she got to meet your coworkers too. Yeah. Yeah, she did, and. uh so I was talking to her about the Bigfoot Club, and she was like, she was telling me that um, that she listens to all the podcasts, and she's going through all the ma. But she, this is what she told me. She said that she's had a hard time listening to the episode one, seven minutes, seven minutes. Yeah, yep. that's she, a- goes, she goes. I've tried it. You know, she said I've tried to start it a couple times, and I just can't get through it. I said. Like, if you think that's hard, it was hard for us to talk about it. Yeah, because we were like already like you know. One of us or both of us are going to start crying. Yeah, and it was. It was. I think I said that, and it was me. <laughs> I I ended up crying too. Yeah, so, I mean, it was it's, like it was it was a hard episode. That was a really really hard episode, but it needed to be done, and that was like the great. It wasn't great. That moment wasn't great, but it was a, a good uh, season opener for that. Yeah, I, a good I come back. I will say this: that it it hasn't had a lot of downloads, but it's okay. I I, I still wanted to talk about it and. Get it, you know, get it out of my system, and uh, but it was just one of those things that you know, uh, talking about it and then doing it was like something else. Nobody wants to do something that they really love, and when they're not feeling a hundred percent, yeah, um, that's you know, I take that back. Some people do that, but you're in a state where you just wanted to to move again, to be, yeah. So it's like you know, I have a fever. And and I'm, I have COVID. I don't want to play video games. I was like that when I first got COVID. I, yeah. I like I had I had the option to. I was uh, I was out for two weeks on work, and I was covered mm-hmm. on that. And uh, all I wanted to do, all I had enough energy to do, was lay there, control my breathing, and watch The Office. Yeah, I think I watched the season one. All I finished the whole series that the two weeks, and <clears throat> a little bit of. Uh, Million dollar home or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah, that that uh, that super happy guy. But she was kind of telling me that you know, getting back to Cassandra, she was saying that um, that yeah, she had a hard time listening to those episodes. You know, one and one and two, and I told her that's fine. Uh, and she goes, uh, but he goes, I've been listening, and so she was like showing me like she showed me her phone, mm-hmm. and her like her, I think it was her Spotify or. Podbean or something, and it was showing like you know played, 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 <laughs> and it was like it was just kind of neat how. And then she also said that she's listening. She's listening to uh, uh, Bigfoot Crossroads too. Oh, nice! So nice. She's, she's listening to that. So Matt, you should be happy. Yeah, <laughs> you got it. You got another listener from the fam. So it was kind of neat to talk to her about it. So um, I don't know. So um, I sent her a shirt too. So she's supposed to be. Um, Sending me a picture with her. She's got to wear it while she's giving haircuts. Yeah. And be like, hey, so, like Bigfoot? <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. There's a club for it. 
We, we eventually got to event. Uh, we have to get. Um, sorry, we have to get uh, cards, like professional cards. Yeah, yeah. That has, that has all the Instagram. Uh, yeah, we can ask. We can ask Rote for that. He does cards. Yeah, there you go. At his job, but we have to get like you know like Patrick Patrick Bateman Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Uh-huh. Check out these cards. Like, I don't know if you've seen that. Have you ever seen that I movie? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that with Christian Bell? Mm-mm. Man, that's a really good movie. I think you would like it. It's really funny. Well, it's dark, but it's really funny. Christian Bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know what I've been watching a lot lately is Rounders. Rounders? Yeah, that's a great movie. You know, I was going to tell you about this, too. I don't know if you want to watch it. It's up to you, but it's very, very interesting. I started watching uh, Severance. Did you ever hear that? No, that show. Uh-uh. It's on app. It's on Apple Plus. Uh, Carrie was telling me about it. He goes. He goes. Yeah. I, you know. I, I watched it. Me and Michelle watched it. It's it's okay, but I think it's up more your uh, your alley. I think you would like it. And it's about uh, what's his face. Um, oh my God, what's his name? It's got actor Adam Scott. You you know who Adam Scott is? I think so. That guy right there from uh, Step Brothers. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It's Adam Scott, John Turturro. Um, and there's some other actors that you probably don't know on there, but I know recognize John Turturro and Adam Scott. He works for uh, I want to say it's a government company. It's yeah, I've seen I've seen the previews. It's, it looks like a like a hollowed out building or something. A like hollowed that. out a hollowed out building, and he's he's himself. But whenever they they I guess they sign a uh, um like a like a rule thing whenever they get hired. Is that they literally? You have to give your body to to that building, to that their department, and the, the department is called Severance, where they sever your 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 memory and everything. And so, when, as soon as he goes into the elevator, he snaps into work mode, into Severance mode, and he's he's happy. But when as soon as he leaves, he's like so drained. He does like, man, what happened? Like, what did, what did I do today? They're not supposed to do it. They're not supposed to remember because whatever they're doing right. is very secretive, and you know, I guess they, if someone gets kidnapped or something. But it's 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 crazy, huh? He beats me straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> John Malkovich. I love I love that scene. I also I also love the scene when he goes. Very aggressive, but I will not be pushed out around. Mm-hmm. So I re-raise you 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's so a good movie. It is a great movie. So I don't know how we got from talking about Cassandra until Rounders. To Rounders, <laughs> yeah. Severance. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah. I think you should see that show, though. Yeah. Se- Severance. John Turturro plays a funny Th- character. On there's there. like a lot of, there's like a big cast of people in there, right? Yeah. Um, it's just weird. It's hard to explain. It's I, I I'll say this when I saw the first episode. I was like, what the is, is going on? Yeah. And then I'm on the fourth episode. I think there's nine episodes total. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay, you're starting to. He wants to try to figure out what what he's doing there. But they're keeping an eye on him. They have everything like it must. Sound, it must sound like the Matrix a little bit. Yeah, that's why I was saying like it's it's like the Matrix. And when they're looking at their their computer, it's just it's like numbers, and they they're told. If you see a four or five, those are bad numbers. You have to put it in this file. Do not put it in any other file. And so when they're seeing the numbers move, it's like, oh, I see a four. And then that's all they do. Eight hours. That's weird. 
and they're like, you know, how's the how's the weather outside, Johnny? And they're like, oh, it's 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 really good, man. Yeah, like it's like they're forced to be happy. But as soon as they leave, like like the first like minute you see Adam Scott's character, he's like he's having a mental breakdown. He's not happy. Yeah. But as soon as he goes and turns in his badge and everything, he, he's he's happy. He's happy. That's weird. It's a good show, though. All right. I'll check it out. And I think by that, I think we could call it a night. Uh, I think we should, you know, do a show that's like four hours. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just do it. You realize how how happy that would make us, Andrew? She's like, oh, she's like, oh, crap. That's four episodes. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> we hit the mother load. <laughs> yeah, I think she's happy with last episode because it was like an hour and a half. So Yeah, it was. It was that was pretty. pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, you ready to say goodnight? You got any shout-outs? No, I already said out my, my shout-outs. Cosmic Wolf and Pastor Gaines and Cassandra. Yeah. And Blair. Love and you. Blair, yeah. All right, man. Um, we'll call it a night. Goodbye and good night. <laughs>